everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 548. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. And I am Ari Rockefeller. And Mako-chan is out due to tree sex, basically. I, I know it's allergies, but just describing yeah. it like that is just such a weird thing to say. But when you think about it, it's not wrong, though. Oh, oh I know it's not yeah. wrong. It just... You just gag a little when you think about it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, And basically, as she says, she feels like crap, she's tired and cranky, nauseated and stressed all she wants to do is go home she is home and she is most likely is passed the fuck out well the illness doesn't make her pass out the mm-hmm. allergy meds probably will yeah. the all-day nausea has turned has got her throwing up so Ugh. i don't I even do I, I well Personally, I think if it was me, if I was feeling like that towards the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I, I'm, I'm, ch- I'm clocking out now. I'm punching out. I'm going to f home or to urgent care, or I'm going to a friend's house where I can actually, who's nearby, who I can pass out and relax. You know, something like that. You know. Are the urgent cares open later in your area? Uh, it depends. Like there are some that are open till eight, nine. T- it just depends on the locations, really. And usually, at that point, after it's after a certain time, you just have to go straight to the ER, where where you know you just basically hope for the freaking best, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I just saw that one of my friends graduated from college. I am so proud of her. Good for her. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to have to reach out to her. And be like, let me at least buy you a drink or get you something, you know, so and all that good stuff. So, anywho, Ari, how are you doing tonight, man? Eh, all right, I guess. Mm. I'm on a day schedule for the first time in a while, straight Monday through Friday. That's new and exciting, something I haven't felt in a while. <laughs> that was me working at Staples when I realized I was working retail with weekends off. The sheer number of vacation hours I was banking up for conventions. Back when cons were my life. Oh, how naive I was. Going to like an, another con every month, it felt like. Yeah, and then you're doing three cons back to back, and it's like your wallet's going to kick your ass, or your boss <laughs> will for taking that time off, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, or you get the call, like, and you, like Saturday ended at the con, and you're like, yeah, we rescinded your time off. How fast can you be, get here? Uh, yeah. Let's see. It's like... Three, four hours down to Baltimore. Hello? Mm-hmm. I hung up on me. Look, oh, well. <laughs> I remember when I was doing uh, Easy Tech at Staples, I was st- I was kind of sort of on shift that weekend because the, the, the tech took time off. Mind you, I had already reserved my time, but somehow some something happened. I'm like, well, I was like on call for one day. I think he was sick or something like that. I was like, well... So basically, they had to call me if something went wrong. So you know, 
Thankfully, nobody came, which was a good thing. I could just imagine you just sarcastically going, have you tried turning it off and turning it back on? Oh, no, it's not even that. The guys at the guys and gals at my department knew how to check the machines. It was just people calling for their machines or somebody from my department asking where something is. So I could tell them, go get it, collect the money, and that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I, between that, I say right now, between that, the Nintendo Direct Mini, which I totally forgot about, I just read up on what happened afterwards and the way the weather is it, it's been a day because it was sweltering balls like sunday sunday more or less and and monday so i put the air conditioner in and started feeling good i get out of work today at six o'clock the wind is is a night it's a nice balm brisk 75 and i'm just like well fuck but anyhow enough about that Let, let's get to the show on the road tonight because most likely this will probably be a short show anyway so Let's enjoy it for, for, for what we can. We are, li- yeah, we are live tonight, week of June 28th, 2022, right here on Twitch TV. We are live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 Eastern, Eastern Time. You can always find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, we're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. Um, if you want to join them, uh, you can head over to Twitch TV slash Network. Uh, they kick things off on Sundays at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And I would like to say t- congratulations to Orange Lounge Radio for 20 amazing years on the, on the air. In this case, the digital air, starting out with Live 365, going over to All Games, now at Vogue. And I think we're behind them with like 14 years or something like that. I, 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 got, I have to look because the RSS feed... Uh, XML files like truncated or something, so I gotta go figure that figure that out, something like that. So you know, and over here we have a Discord, so you can hang out with us at vognetwork.com/discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network, past and present, have their own channel. So come through, hang out, and have a good time. Just so you know, Drunami is back, and for the love of God, hide the damn joke book. Ugh. A lot of bad puns. Understatement of the millennia. So I'll just have the God damn it, Barb clip on an infinite loop, huh? N- no, I think 30 seconds in, you're just going to want to toss him over to Ben Franklin Bridge. <laughs> oh, you, you did your homework on that. We can actually walk over that bridge. I mean, it won't be suspicious if, you know, a car suddenly pulls off to the side of the Walt Whitman and, uh, Two people get out. <laughs> <laughs> now you got the theme. Now you got me thinking the theme of the Sopranos now. Uh, I know, I know. I, I shared something Sopranos related on my, uh, my on my personal Facebook page mm. involved in discussing hentai manga. Mm. You, you should go read it yourself. It, it's pretty nuts. I think I skimmed over, but I'll definitely have to go back. But <laughs> now that we got that out the way. Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, mostly work-related stuff. And uh, <clears throat> one highlight I did have was this past Sunday, I actually went over to my friend's house because we helped get his pool up and running. And this is the first time mm-hmm. I've actually gotten to go swimming there because he you know, takes care of his mother who's been sick for a while. But r- regardless, it felt good jumping in the pool again because I hadn't done that in like two years. 
but uh, they get a little bit sunburny. You can't really like you can see it a little bit, and like it was like real bad. Like the first day, because like uh, I didn't so much sleep as like meditate for like six hours because if I move a little bit, it's just like uh, like yeah. I mean, it was fun hanging out with them and all, but you know I probably should have packed a can of sunscreen with me. <laughs> but other than that, I'm. Yes, next time we're sunblock. Yeah, yeah. I'll be going over there again this weekend because he's off on Independence. Like, wait, is he? On? Well, yeah, we're ha- he's having his uh, Independence Day barbecue that weekend. Gotcha. And I gotta. He said I could bring something, but you know, I gotta figure out what. Which is why I've been like scouring for recipes mm-hmm. for like rubs, not rubs, uh, marinades, you know, all that sort of stuff. He just got a new grill, like, about a year or two ago. It's mm. nice. Nice. So I'm looking forward to that. See, when is the fourth? I, I, I mean, Monday. I, Monday. Yeah. I, I'll probably throw a post on my personal Facebook, like, who is doing stuff? Let me know. I'll swing by ShopRite and bring some burger. Oh, wait, no. Monday's gaming night, so I really can't do much of anything. Unless somebody's doing it in the afternoon or something like that. But, you know. So, uh, yes, sunblock. Without it, people will really know if you're Irish. Yeah, if they were, I, yeah. When I was younger, I'd pretty much burst into flames if I was out too long. And if you were, and if you were able to channel those flames, whoosh, you know. No, it's like a vampire, just like. Uh, ah! Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> So, my weekend day was pretty chill for the most part. Like, Saturday, I was with some of my cosplay friends, and we went down to Sandy Hook Beach. Now, I'm not much of a beach person, but I do know when I go, we don't get up at the crack of dawn to get there. We just get up, find, go, find a spot, and make our way. So, it took us three hours to get there. Most of the bulk of that hour was us stopping at Wawa and the traffic over the bridge to get there. So it wasn't so, so bad. It was fun. We had a good time. I took some pictures. I'm probably going to do some edits on those and post those on my personal and on my uh, Facebook fan page at uh, facebook.com slash DJ So you want to kind of head up over there. So, you know. Right. I had to double check where uh, Sandy Hook was. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. It, this is New Jersey's Cape Cod. Yeah. Right. I would put that in quotes because Sandy Hook Beach is basically uh, federal land. Hmm. So. Yeah, it, the place is probably still crawling with bennies, isn't it? It's the summertime. Ask me that again. <laughs> Down south, we call them shoobies. Mm. Yeah, that term came, came, uh, came to mind, too. So, you know, it was just packed, but we still had a good time. Um, I actually got around to putting the air conditioner in um, and then coming home from work today, seeing how nice and cool the weather is. I'm just like, Ugh. but like I was saying, you know, typing in the chat, I only keep the air conditioner on during my, my home time when I'm home. That's the only time I keep the AC on because there's no point in having it on when you're not here. Now, if I had one of those nice fancy 
like Wi-Fi 4G air conditioners, you'd bet your sweet ass I'd have it on as soon as like 15 minutes after I leave work. So when I walk in, when I pass through the galleyway of the heat and I stick my head into my actual room, it's nice and cool. And I realized this year when I have the air conditioner set at default, it gets a little bit colder. So I got to switch between that and fan mode, which is not so bad. And now I understand there was talk of like the electricity bill and stuff like that. <sighs> yeah. I kind of got lucky with mine because my equal payment plan with the PSE and G just ki- just renewed for the next six months. And and I looked at the bill and like, you currently have a credit of $160 and no nothing. Oh, nothing at this time. I'm like, okay, I'm just not going to question this. I'll be like, okay, then. Let me know when that runs out. I'm actually looking for the bill. It's somewhere over here, but I can't remember where it is exactly. But the whole, I think I know what you mean about an equal payment plan. It's like you just pay a flat rate every month, and then whether you are over or under, if you are over, it just rolls over or something like that. That's probably mm-hmm. what it is. So, see, I pay the utilities around here for var- you know for the main reason of you guys i think you're kind of scamming me but you know i'm actually on a payment plan with uh, with the electric with the electric company and i'm basically paying 400 a month now before anybody flips out the 400 a month covers the existing bill and how much i have to pay every month for the back bill so i could tell you this right now last month the bill for a two floor house and basement was about $175. So that that should be fine. I'm expecting it to kind of go up a little bit towards closer to the 500 for next month, give or take. It depends on how things go. And then I pay off the gas bill. And the gas bill is not so bad. So, you know, we'll just see how, how that runs. So, you know. And I figure by the time the bills are under control, I will just pay the gas pay the electricity and whatever the difference is i'll just write a check to the land to, to the upstairs neighbors and be like here's the difference enjoy you know and that's basically the, the long and short and i think i finally got the microphone set to where i actually like it but i may be looking at getting a new mixer soon because i've had a little bit of some issues with this one so we'll see how that goes i was talking to my friend quietus sin because he has the go xlr mini and it does all the functionalities that i like so we'll see what happens so it feels like every single mixer you've had has an axe to grind with you well yeah but the difference in with this one it's the usb cable it's the usb cable that's what it is because that's what happened the last time this one, I mean, it works. It's great. But this, I needed to do more things. The main thing is what I want to do. I don't want to have all of the audio coming through another sound card tap, patched in, which is why when we do, like, the tr- previous stuff like that, sometimes you'll see, like, the first trailer for Cosplay versus Taylor right away. Sometimes you have to wait because VLC and OBS are, like, kind of negotiating so sometimes it'll pick it up right away. Sometimes, gotta wait. So, you know, I, I'm not too, you know. So I'm hoping with this new mixer, I can run everything through OBS without without having to run it through VLC at first. But we'll see how that goes. So enough about that. Enough about the technical talk. And which, 
I will have to add to um, my PowerPoint presentation, which I should work on this weekend because I actually have a vacation. The office is closed next week, so I'm off from the first to the eleventh, and I'm not. And I'm kind of sad. Thanks. I'm kind of sort of scrambling to do stuff with people, but at the same time, I kind of want to chill out and veg out and game. So we'll see how that goes, you know. But it's been a long time since I've had a like a vacation like that. The office is closed. We're getting paid for it. I can't complain. There we go. Let's see if I can get this to update. We'll let you know about some uh, housekeeping in regards to the show. Uh, don't forget, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern at youtube.com slash anime jam session. Click on the link podcast VODs and you'll see the most recent episode. This is perfect if you want to catch old episodes past two to four weeks if you are, are not a, a subscriber uh, of our Twitch channel. Also, you can head over there for up for convention videos as well. And I'd like to let you know, if you are at Zenkai Con, Castle Point, or CloverCon 2022, videos are going up this week and next week, so definitely check them out. I will have to manually link them to the fan page so you can check them so you can go over and check them out. But if you but if you don't but if you want to see them right away, make sure you're subscribed. Let's see what else we have here. Don't forget we have some upcoming conventions. Uh, some of these are going to change based on availability, and I have a feeling we'll be dropping one of these cons, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, right now we have Shikari Con, August 20th to 21st, Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. Pop Cult Anime Con, August 27th to 28th in Boston, Massachusetts. Retro Con, September 24th to the 25th, Oaks, Pennsylvania. I Let's see. Also in October we have... Um, AAC and BronyCon, and I believe in November we have Anime NYC. So They're back at the same place they were last year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I gotta call the hotel and see about putting our names on the res- on the reserve list for a room because I it slipped my mind. So I'm just like, well, fuck. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. Because if we have to bunk down the way, yeah, I'm most likely am not cosplaying. I'm just going to be chilling and walking around with my gear, taking pictures and filming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Let's see what's going on. We're talking about having the AC running all the time and stuff like that, and I totally get that. You know, uh, Slime Boy says utilities are under my name. Out and I, sh- I out and straight asked my roommates how long they're going to keep it on. I feel like my grandfather now. Let me tell you. Uh, back at my old apartment when Tiff was handling the utilities she we all all as we just straight up said we knew what the base rent was at the time was like i'd say fifteen hundred dollars a month and then like three to four hundred dollars on top of it was the straight up electricity so we all automatically knew who had to pay what so it didn't matter that shit was spit it was split three freaking ways so you know um, we're seeing com- talk about going to out-of-state conventions, but nervous about it. Well, I totally get that. Make sure your car is tuned and ready. And if you're going to go to an out-of-state con, go in a day early and enjoy the sights. Do a little bit of sightseeing. Have a one-day vacation, you know, something like that. that that's, kind, that's kind of a cool thing, so, you know. And Bonzo was talking about his job, his job is asking him if he wants to do OT overnight. And if you have food with them, you know, 
and you ain't had the funds for it. So, nope, can't do that. I remember one time I was working this one job, and they asked me to stay late. But because of the situation, they actually bought me food. I was like, and I got a an Uber back home. I was like, all right, I'll do it. So, you know, enough about that. That was surprisingly forward-thinking of them. Well, my current job, we, they now have given us uh, lift stipends. Basically, if we're there after 8 p.m., we can get a, a, a direct a ride directly home, pay, covered by the company, which is kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Theo X75 says, people who sleep with the fan on pay more, which is true. Right now, I kind of want to turn the AC on, and I know you'll probably hear it humming in the background, but at the same time, I'll probably get upset if I hear it when I do the, the playback. And normally, for those of you who don't know, during the summertime, the AC is off, the window to my apartment do- is open, and I will usually have a box fan about six to six and a half feet away, blowing cool air at me to kind of help. I actually need to grab that and just have it ready, so we'll see how that goes. Solar panels, that's a good thing. You should definitely do that. Okay, now let's get to the part of the show y'all really like to hear about is Geek Roundtable. This is where we talk about more of our geekier weeks. So, our geekier aspect of our week. So, I can see, Ari, I love your shirt. So, yeah, I uh, I got inspired to get this by uh, CM Punk. Yes. When he wore, when he wore a black version of it in a e- AEW show in Texas. You should link that on our Facebook fan page. And basically, if you want to know what uh, what shirt Ari is wearing, he's wearing a red T-shirt that has an outline of the uterus, and it says, "Get your own, then tell it what to do." Yes, CM Punk and uh, Batista are in the same boat about that sort of thing. Exactly. Right, I will so, look it up. I will look it up while you're uh, explaining what you got. All right, cool. So, for anime, I actually sat down and watched World's End Harem. I found the uncut ver, the unedited version, and watched that. That was that was actually pretty good. I kind of hope there is a, se- a season two, but I doubt it. Um, I just finished R- the Rising of the Shield Hero two, and I want an RPG of that anime. I'll sit there and enjoy the f out of that. Uh, my shirt is. Select your heroes. It's basically, if you ever seen the Marvel vs. Capcom 1 versus stage, that's what it is, and it has all of the great anime from the 90s and the 2000s on here. And if you remember a few episodes back, Ari had also wore a shirt, and I was and I was like, yeah, I need a copy of that shirt. At, and I still kind of feel like the print is a little bit small for what it is, but it's still not bad. So on this screen, you have... One team, Hikaru and Yusuke Urameshi, going up against uh, Kenshin Himura and Sailor Moon. Now someone needs to grab that Mugen engine and actually make this work, because I would definitely play the F out of that. But uh, I'm fairly certain that people have made various characters like yeah. that in Mugen. Yeah, you just no. have to you know, dig for it. This reminds me years ago when I stumbled across Street Fighter versus Ranma one half, and then I found my way going down the Mugen hole. I'm like, I'm gonna make my own Mugen, and I'm reading through this, and I'm just like, I have no idea what to do, and I just stopped working <laughs> on that. So you know. So, in regards to Ari's shirt, uh, there hasn't been any news in the anime industry about what's going on, 
But we expect to hear something soon, give or take. I know the gaming industry has stepped out. I will tell you this. My company has basically said that they will pay for somebody, you know, to have abortion procedures done and if they have to travel to get it done legally. And that's all for it. Now, I also want to let you know, everybody on this show is pro-choice. What a woman does with her body, it's her business. And that's the way it is, plain and simple. And if you don't believe in that or are you gonna be like well actually i'm pro-choice because da, 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 da. leave seriously leave we don't need any explanation or anything like that i understand that was how you were raised but as you got older you have the ability to to unlearn that and if not unlearn listen to other people if basically if you ain't if you ain't um i meant to say pro-life you know Basically, if you're not pro-choice, you're you, you do not belong here on the stream. Go go watch somebody else. Unsubscribe. Go listen to somebody else because we don't play that shit here. Simple as that. <sighs> Let's see. Looking at the list here, I guess we could just go. We could just bounce back and forth. Sure. All Works right. For me. All right. So, kicking things off, you know, I had to drop this in here as part of the, the normal news. So. Uh, Ari, what's going on with with the Kyoto with Kyoto Animation and the, and the memorial they plan to build? Uh, let's see. Next month will be three years. Wow! I know. Since right? the arson attack on Kyoto Animation, which resulted in the death of thirty six people, the company itself has resumed regular operations. It's not nearly enough time for a mental healing process to recover from one of the largest mass murders in modern Japanese history. Less than a week after attack. <clears throat> Kyoto Animation President Hideaki Hata said, If it is possible, I'd like to turn it right into a park and erect a monument. Six months later, that sentiment was echoed by the mother one of the artists who was killed, saying, I wanted to build a monument, not in some other place, but in the same place where the studio was. <clears throat> so they have a they've established a committee to create a memorial at the site. It's <clears throat> and the majority of families are the, the majority of the family opinions were in favor of building an on-site memorial. Five Kyoto Animation executives and eight of the Kyoto Animation employees are a part of this committee. Reg they have regular meetings to discuss the design of the memorial and the timing and when it should be installed. <clears throat> There's no official announcement on anything, but residents say they've been have been less agreeable to it, you know, because it'll probably just be a tourist site. You know, mm -hmm. you know how to. So, uh, given the high profile of the incident and enduring love for Kyoto Animation from the company's worldwide fan base, many in the neighborhood have expressed concerns about the number of people likely to be drawn to what will is likely to become a pilgrimage site so close to their living spaces. Mm -hmm. And yeah, as, pe you know, as people living close to uh, coastal areas, we know all about loud, obnoxious tourists. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be especially bad in a place like this because, hey, people died here. What the hell is wrong with you? But, yeah, you, you can't rush something like this because I got a feeling like you know, someone's going to complain about it no matter what it looks like and how tasteful it is, you know? But, yeah, I'm all for the, uh, the site memorial. Same here. Okay, let's see what else we have here. And let me uh, update this. 
Now, this piece of news, I uh, La Chocolate dropped this in my lap, and I had no idea this was, like, the yearly April Fool's prank for Love Live. I've never really followed, like, the April Fool's pranks like that. So, there's going to be a Yohane-based fantasy isekai anime featuring the entire cast of Love Life Sunshine coming next year, and I'm all for it. Now, it was, it was quote-unquote announced on April Fool's, but the Love Life franchise confirmed today that the, the Yohane-based fantasy spin-off TV anime will be released next year. It'll be called Genjutsu no Yohane, Sunshine in the Mirror. A teaser trailer has been released featuring the, the Chunyubo Awkwards member, a key visual featuring all of the members in their fantasy outfits, along with the main staff and cast. The original Aquas members returned for this anime with Asami Nakatani at the helm as director. Toshia Ono, who worked on 86-86, is writing the scripts as the series composer. And Yumiko Yamamoto, who worked on Sword Art Online, Alakazation War of the Underworld, will be the character designer with Tatsuya Kato returning as the music composer. And the series will be produced by Sunrise Animation. Genjutsu no Yohane Sunshine and Mirror was originally an illustration series in the Love Live, Days Love Live, Sogo magazine, which also inspired a short manga in the same magazine of February earlier this year. As I said, it'll be coming out in 2023. And as, as probably the resident Love Live fan, I'm starting to get slowly burnt out on Love Live. Like, you have Love Live, Love Live Sunshine... Nijigasaki, and Superstar. It's the overexposure. It happens to the best of us. More or less, yeah. And I was going to skip season two. I just happened to, like, stumble on and be like, oh, and the music has kicked up a notch. It's like, we're trying to be serious now. And they're adding more members to that team. I'm just like, you've got too many people in that idol club. And with Superstar, they're supposed to be adding more members to that group from the game. I'm just like, I don't know if I can keep track of all of them. I, I'm sure these get the, these characters would make a really good, you know, like acting or like movie mm-hmm. troupe or something like that. But if they're all like being part of the same, you know, idol music group, like it's impossible for them for someone to not get lost in the shuffle. Don't true. you think? Yeah, and I mean, like you have 14 characters, 12. Ep- I think the Love Live animes need to expand to at least 26 episodes at this point. But, 14 members? Yeah, and, and Nijikasaki a, is 14 that's members. That's at least a Shakespearean community theater act. You should look at AKB48. How many members are in that? 48. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's where the number comes from. Yep. Uh, I'll say as much from watching it. I'll say this. I, Mayashita, is basically... Minako Aino, if she became an idol star in high school, and Langju reminds me of Minako Aino from the live action series, so I might pick up a Langju figure if one comes out, just something like that. And Koko Usagi says, don't they rotate? They kind of do, but at the same time, they don't. In this season, they actually formed groups. So you have a four-person team, a three-person team, and a two-person team. I'm just like, okay.
You mind if I take the next one? Because I kind of wanted it. Yeah, go right ahead. Thank you. Yeah, Ari, I can see that too. Minako's a Twitch streamer. I don't know about fighting games, but I would say in this day and age, she'd be all about playing the idle games on her tablet connected to her desktop to stream and stuff like that. I could see that. Or maybe I've just been watching, you know, too many other fighting game streams because I could j- exactly picture her like, pl- like meeting no. Jamie in Street Fighter Six, nope. just screaming, nope. "Let's fucking go!" No, no. No, remember, Minako wants her goal is to be an idol singer. So she's going to be playing games that's going to help her get that idol status. Idol games or rhythm games and stuff like that. That's what she's going to be doing. I guess you're right, but I, I could totally picture Mina playing with a fight stick with her own Sailor Venus imagery on it. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to talk about an, a new anime coming out that I'm curious about called Akiba Made War. Okay, so as it says here, the customer's affections are the true battlefield in Akiba Made War, better known in Japan as Akiba Maido Sensho. And now the main cast, the key staff members, and a video trailer video is available for the new anime from Psy Games and PA Works. So basically, here is the main cast of Akiba Made War. Uh, you have, um, let's see if I'm looking at this correctly. Yeah. Right, so you have the main character, I guess your main character, Nagomi Wahe, who is a young woman who came to Akihabara to pursue her dream of becoming a cute maid. And then you have Ranka Manin, who is a former maid who has been away from Akihabara for quite a long time. And so basically, I'm going to assume this is a type of anime where, you know, if you, you've probably seen enough animes or Japanese series where you go to Akihabara, there are girls cute girls in maid outfits handing out flyers to come check out their maid cafe and stuff like that. I have a feeling it's going to be something along those lines. I'm also predicting there's going to be a lot of fan service involving thighs. Given this uh, well, if I mean teaser poster. Yeah. I'm going to actually post the teaser poster in the chat on, on the stream here right now. So One thing I do like about him is you can kind of tell their... Uh, Levels of experience because, like, Wahe has got like the white stockings on, she's mm. like knock kneed and pigeon toed. It's mm. typical, like, inexperience, mm-hmm. you know, you know, bright new face. Like, let's do our best. Mm. And Manon back there with the black stockings is just like amateur. I've seen some shit. Mm-mm. It's more like amateur, a little of both. I think <laughs> I can guarantee you, like, like, Manon has seen. More than her share of creepy fanboys. I will say this. If this anime kickstarts a new trend of made cosplays at conventions, I certainly won't complain. Neither will I, really. And there you go. Of course, now I'm picturing stockings being used the same way as belt colors in martial arts promotions, but... That says more about me than anything well, else, I think. That's, I think that's kind of originality, so sure, you know? Like, 
you, you get the red stockings by going to another arrival maid cafe and stomping them out. Well, that reminds me of an arc in Ranma One Half, the Dojo Destroyer. You go in and challenge somebody's dojo, you defeat them, you get to take their marker, and the marker is like the name of the dojo on the side. So yeah, the the build I, I've seen that before, mm-hmm. and it's a severe dishonor to get your dojo knocked around like that. Yeah. All right, now let's talk about Seven Seas Entertainment recognizing their union. This is something that we talked about on the show a few a uh, few weeks ago. I'll take this one, right? Yep. <clears throat> uh, the United Workers of Seven Seas, UW7S, a union for employees of manga and light novel publisher Seven Seas Entertainment, announced on Friday that Twitter on Twitter that they've agreed to voluntarily recognize UW7S as a union based on a majority card check. This eliminates the need for a National Labor Relations Board conducted election. Uh, UW7S is happy to announce the 7Cs of group that voluntarily recognize us as a union base. The decision by 7Cs eliminates the need for LM- NLRB contracting and will pave a way for a more expedited path to, barding- to bargaining a first contract. At a time when many employers continue to fight unionization of employees, we appreciate that 7Cs decided to respect the voice of a majority of the staff and recognize us. Which, you know, good move on their part. Mm-hmm. They, you know, people forming the unions when the bosses don't want them to. It doesn't end well for the boss, usually. Anyway, um, on May 26th, UW7S, that is a mouthful, mm. they informed the union that the company were not voluntarily recognizing the union. But UW7S said, hey, as a result of the matter, we'll go to election with NLR, NLRB. UW added on Twitter on May 28th that 32 out of 41 eligible workers at the company were favored, were in favor of the union. And Seven Seas pretty much said, yeah, yeah, we're cool. (laughs) Uh, UW is also working closely with the Communication Workers of America. This group seeks to negotiate better working conditions for Seven Seas employees and freelancers. Uh, According to the union, the publisher has grown from 10 employees in 2018 to over 40 staff members in 2022. The union's new Twitter accounts and website state that Seven Seas workers are, quote, overworked, underpaid, and do not receive benefits typical of the publishing industry. The group is demanding equitable pay, health care, and paid time off, reasonable workloads, fair deadlines, and a well-organized digital office. And there's a link to the website, which I will put in the chat for you all to peruse at your own you know, disposal so you can see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. There you go. Now, so yeah, good for them if it gets you know better working conditions and a better pay, all that good stuff. Now, I I don't really pull punches when it comes to talks about the unions and so forth because we've had a couple of discussions about this here before. Again, I've said this once and I say I'll say it again: not every job requires a union backing. I do understand why there is one and why some jobs have them. I, myself, being a former union worker, my issue was when something happened at my last, at my very last union job, I got the short end of the stick. My union didn't back me, and I was like, you know what, the hell with all y'all. So, like, yeah, not everyone has the same experiences. True. I mean, like for for what I do for a living, we don't need a union. We're paid. We're 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 good. Now, if, if for the retail aspect of tech support, sure, you know, definitely, you know. 
that to be fair a lot of the uh union re- union aimed uh vitriol comes from you know mutual friends bitching about the MTA and uh mm-hmm. I know I know they're a very contentious uh group yeah that's that's basically normal so you know To this day, I don't know why MTA buses have free Wi-Fi on there. I mean, like, everybody has 4G or an unlimited plan, so... And that free Wi-Fi is slower than the 4G that you get on your phone. All right, so let's talk about um, one one of my favorite animes, um, shoujo animes, Tokyo Mew Mew. And we talked about earlier that we're going to get a new series called Tokyo Mew Mew New. So, as with tradition, generally whenever there is a idol anime or magical girl anime, the main characters will get together and form a group to sing the themes for the animes. And as you can see here, they this is what's been done, and the main cast are wearing uh, basically the maid outfits from Tokyo Mew Mew, and the group's name is called Smoothie. S-M-E-W-T-H-I-E. That's interesting. Uh, it's like they crammed Mew into a smoothie. Basically. Now, it seems that two weeks prior to the premiere of Tokyo Mew Mew New in Japan, the anime's five-member VA unit posted a teaser music video for the opening theme song called Cat Shite Supergirls, and also brand I new artist visuals. Completely wrong. I I had a feeling. <laughs> it's Shite. Like cat shite. I'm like, mm. I'm sorry. What? No. The op- the opening ending theme of Tokimeki Ichigo Iche will be released digitally on July 6th. Then the CD single, which We'll have both songs will be available on August 17th. A full music video for the opening theme will be posted on Tokyo Mew Mew's franchise official YouTube channel on July 10th, five days after the new anime TV premieres in Japan. And yeah, I I will I will be I will be watching this because I I enjoyed it. I didn't like what what they called was Mew Mew Power in the U.S which was going to be originally called Hollywood Mew Mew, and I'm just like, please, God, no. It would be saved only if Mm -hmm. they could do an idle version of the New World Order theme. Let's not go there. (laughs) As part of the 20th anniversary of the Tokyo Mew Mew manga, created by Reiko Yoshida and Mia Ikumi, as well as the 65th anniversary of Kodansha's Nakayoshi Shoujo magazine, in which the manga was serialized, the new anime project was launched in April 2020. The new TV anime series is set to premiere in July on July 5th. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, U.S. distribution rights of the series will be handled by High Dive, so you might want to jump on that and get a subscription to that, because it's some good stuff. You know what? Why don't I take this next one so you can have the last one? Because I think the last one is definitely right, right up your alley. Yeah, I've seen the last one, and uh, who boy. 
I have several questions about that one. <laughs> I'm kind of reminded of the of like the advertisement where where they had Gendo advertising. Um, like like he was at, he was a spokesman for like like shavers and stuff like that. And there's an image of him without his mustache and beard. And I'm just like a what? Uh, so uncanny. Ooh, it's Gendo. Now, if I can... There we go. If I can just get it to actually properly adjust for where it goes. So, for those of you who are listening to our pre-show, you know, of, of the cover of um, of Digimon Adventure um, by Vorek... No, no, was it Vorek? No. Who... who? Who's saying that? Volcapanda. Yep. So, I put that on because Digimon hits twenty-five years. So I am I'm I'm a Digimon kid. So I actually need to sit down. I'm probably gonna have to rewatch Digimon Tree because I stopped halfway through for some odd reason. I think I got side. I got conf- I got distracted or something like that. So you know. So, so this is the information on what's going down. There's going to be a Digital Monsters 25th Anniversary Exhibition Digimon Museum um, being held by Bandai at the Bell at the Bellside Akihabara from July 29th to the 31st, 2022. After the huge success of Bandai's Tamagotchi Digital Pet Series back in 1996, the first portable LCD toy, Digital Monsters, was released the following year in '97. It's based on the development concept of fighting Tamagotchi. Since then, the franchise has been developed throughout various media, including anime TV series, film series, comic books, and supported by many fans in Japan and all over the world. The Digimonsters Digivites Portable LCD Toy Series has sold more than 14 million units by 2021. And on a side note, for those of you who listen to or participate with Orange Lounge Radio, uh, Jamie actually did Digimon or Digital Monster, the Digivices, as the classic ret- uh, classic handheld of the month, I believe, last week or week before last. That's kind of cool. The Digimon Museum will look back on the history of the Digimon franchise along with its portable LCD toy series, the games, and the anime. This exhibition event is where visitors can experience the world of Digimon and its charms through illustrations and product displays of the Digimon card game series. New illustrations commemorating the 25th anniversary will also be on display, and the latest CG images of the Digimon Project series will be shown for the first time at the screening section. There will also be a meet and greet with Digimon and other monsters. At the exhibition, Digimon Guidebook 2022 and bonus items will be distributed to visitors, Further details of the event will be available on its special website on July 21st. That's really cool. I know a couple of years back they rebooted the original Digimon Adventure anime that I started watching, which I do need to watch, which all episodes are on. Definitely got to get my hand. I may have to put that on my list of stuff to watch while I'm on break. See how things go. And now, our okay. very last story of the night about Gundam and McDonald's. Two things you oh. never expect to mix. Well, not in this country, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, just last week, a new spokesperson for McDonald's appeared in Japan. 
it was like it was a helmeted face of the one of the world's most famous anime antagonists, Char as like Asnable from Asnable, Asnable. Mm-hmm. Never get that right. Char Asnable from the Mecha Anime Mobile Suit Gundam. Uh, while the entire Four Burger series includes Char Custom Dabuchi Sausage Muffin, only available on the morning menu, where our Gundam loving reporter Egawa Tasuko stopped by to try the burgers at lunch, there were three to choose from. We had the Red Garlic Teriyaki, Kara Dabuchi, and New Type White Torichi. I don't know why the pictures aren't loading on this webpage, but whatever. I, I think uh, it's I think it's the file extension that they use because I had that same problem. Hmm. Seeing as Agawa previously tried Kawadabuchi when it made an appearance on the menu for a limited time last year, he was keen on trying one of the new burgers, which were making their debut at McDonald's for the first time. <clears throat> he ordered the teriyaki and the torichi along with a red energy flavor McFizz. Mm. And took them so, like Char himself, who is known for fighting in custom versions of the standard mobile suits featured in the anime, these burgers have been equally enhanced. They were decked out in Char Custom mobile suits of their own. Zyong for the new type white Terichi and the Char Custom Gelgoog for the red garlic teriyaki. Mm. So, uh, they get nice new packaging and everything, too. Uh, let's see. One of burgers has built upon a teriyaki-based model that includes smoked bacon and garlic soy sauce mayonnaise. That sounds kind of tasty. Yeah. Never heard of a McFizz, though. Mm. I guess that's, you know, outside U.S. McDonald's stuff. Yeah. So, this new series will be coming to a conclusion soon, and it's only on the menu until the end of July. Before the series racks up, the Gawa hopes to order all the burgers and head out to the life-size statue of RX-0 Unicorn Gundam in Tokyo, the RX-782 Gundam in Yokohama, and the RX-93V, or new Gundam in Fukuro... Fukuoka to really blur the lines between fast food and fiction not a sentence you would expect to hear every day mm. but I will say this you know Char actually looks kind of uh, pleased with himself while he's uh, shilling these things and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this before but uh, there was a <clears throat> there was a time at one point like many years ago where uh Wonder Woman had apparently taken a low-level fast food job at a Taco Bell pastiche. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll paste the link for it in here in the chat. But the smile on her face is the most forced smile I've ever seen in a comic book. <laughs> like, she's just like, I'm the strongest woman in this goddamn planet, and look what I've been reduced to. Look, I'm just looking at Char holding that burger... And I'm only thinking of one thing. What is it? Julius from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. This okay, is a, a tasty, tasty burger. burger. <laughs> <laughs> and Slime Boy says, how did they know my dream is to be fed burgers by Char? Call it a hunch. Not touching that one either. I just said it was a hunch. It's just a lucky guess. Oh, uh, now which deca- who's the one from um, Gundam Wing? Zex Marquis. We because we, we all know because since Mako Chan's not here, I'm going to get my my hits in when I can. For her, she wants to be fed burgers by by Zex Marquis, shirtless. 
Yeah, because every Gundam series needs its Char clone. If not Zex, it has to be Hero and Duo. So At the same time? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I walked right into that one, didn't I? Uh, yeah, and I'm kind of glad she's not listening, because I know I will catch so much hell for that. So I'm surprised she's not trying to reach through the the monitor and trying to choke us out she's in a deep sleep so her her her, her senses her sensors senses didn't go off you know mm. <laughs> now that we got that out the way oh one sec I think I'm going to have to uh, reinstall Windows on this Surface on this Surface Three because it seems like like the touchscreen isn't responding like it's supposed to. Because I could have sworn I hit the button for for the cycle to go up, which it just did. But I'm going to hit it again so we can get into our meanwhile in Japan stories. You know the stories that crack us, the ones that y'all really stick around for. I'll take this first one. By all means, the floor is yours. The personal information of everyone in Amagasaki City lost by a person who passed out drunk on the street. In other words, a Tuesday. <laughs> After about two years of the pandemic, one thing we don't see, we haven't seen in ages is a drunk salaryman passed out on the side of the road. Always used to be a bittersweet sign, and that never really filled people with civic pride, but at the same time, it kind of a testament to the relative safety in Japan that people could do such a thing without incident. But the municipal government of Amagasaki City in Hyogo Prefecture was preparing to send some relief payments to households that were exempt from the residence tax. To carry out the work of finding out who among Amagasaki's roughly 460,000 were eligible, the city outsourced an IT firm near Suida City in Osaka. One of the contractors made a copy of the city's Jumin Kihon Daicho, which is a register of all citizens, completely with their dates of birth, addresses, mm. information regarding taxes, yada, yada, yada. And it was all in a USB drive. He then took the register out of the government office without permission, transferred the sensitive data to a computer at the company's call center in Suida so it could be worked on there. After he finished work from the day, the contractor pulled the USB in his bag without deleting the data on it. Initial report said that he had stopped by a restaurant on the way home, had got dinner. By the time he realized he got home, he realized the bag with the memory stick and the entire Jumin Kihon Daicho was missing and reported to the police in Amakasaki City the next day. Uh, the IT firm issued an apology which shed more light on how it happened. It turns out the employee had a few too many drinks during his dinner and passed out on the side of the road. Mm. And it was during this lapse of consciousness that the bag was believed to have gone missing. After publicly apologizing, Amagasaki said that no leaks have been detected and the data was protected by a 13-character password. Kind of tilting your hand there, people, but what, whatever. On the afternoon of the 23rd, a poster for Amagasaki's USB memory was made on the popular flea market app Mercari for a price of about 452,000 yen. It's about $3,350 which was the estimated population of Amagasaki in 2015. Hmm. And of course, the uh, netizens had to chime in with things like, don't use it as a memory stick. Should we really be calling it lost at this point? 
Why did the city let its contractors go out to eat with that info? Why did <laughs> Why they reveal the number of the characters in the passport? <laughs> I called it, didn't I? Yes, yes, you did. And Amazakasaki 2022 is 13 characters. Now would be a good time to move out of Amagasaki because there at least it wasn't a floppy this time. Wait, this time? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I want to hear the incident that required that that guy having to preface it with suffice it with this time. Well, there was a story that came out. I think we may have talked about it last year. Actually, no, we didn't talk about this because this happened while we were on break. Um, Tokyo police admitted to losing 38 citizens' personal data that was stored on a floppy disk. Yeah. Well, to be fair, that's all that floppy disk could have held. True. <laughs> this is a much larger scale than that mm-hmm. little three and a half. Yep. Uh, do you want to take the next one? Yeah, or? I'll take that. But I will say this much. The fact that he was able to retrace his steps and find the back sitting there shows how basically safe Japan is. This reminds me of the time I was working in upstate Westchester in this office as, I guess, as a secretary or an assistant. Something they were telling me that would get, get my foot in the door doing IT. Some, some, they lied. But, you know, I didn't realize it, but I had dropped my keys on the way home. And I couldn't get into my apartment, and oh boy, my mother lit me up for that. But the goal, I had her, I had another set that I got, and I was going to make a, uh, a copy, you know, when I got home. When I got off the bus going back to work, I walked across the street to the building I worked in. Lo and behold, right there on the sidewalk were the keys that I had dropped. Damn, they stayed there the whole time? Yeah, I guess in that where I was, nobody would have noticed him, but I was I considered myself damn lucky, you know. Yeah, that is serious luck. I know. So we had a follow up for you. We talked before about the lawsuit about the rogue seven eleven. So we're we have a ruling in that, and we're going to discuss it. And we kind of hope you have questions, because I might just. So, as you know, Japan has a very high concentration of convenience stores. But even by those standards, things are pretty strange in Higashioka City. That's because there's a parking lot in the mini in the Minami Kamisoka that doesn't that doesn't just have two convenience stores in the same parking lot, but two 7-Elevens. Sort of. The older of the two stores started as a normal franchise branch, but in February 2019, the owner of that one, Mitoshi Matsumoto, stopped keeping the place open 24 hours a day, saying he did not, not have enough staff to do so anymore, which is understandable. But 7-Eleven requires its branches operate around the clock, and says the reduced operating hours were leading to complaints about the Minami Kamisoka store. So, on December 31st of that year, 7-Eleven revoked the Matsumoto's franchise license, but the fight was just getting started. Though cut off from the 7-Eleven supply, ne- supply network and sales support, signage intact before it went to a suspended state of non-operation around the same time that the pandemic wrapped up. So, yeah. 
While Matsumoto was unwilling to voluntarily vacate the branch, 7-Eleven filed a lawsuit against him while Matsumoto counterfiled seeking to assert his ownership of the store. With the lawsuit ongoing, 7-Eleven built another branch in the same parking lot, which has been open 24 hours a day since May of 2021. So in total, the fight between Matsumoto and 7-Eleven has now been going on for close to three and a half years. On Thursday, the Osaka District Court reached a decision and it sided with 7-Eleven. No surprise there. In rendering his verdict, Judge Masanori Yokota cited Matsumoto's deviance from 7-Eleven's established policy of 24-hour service and that the company's demand that he conform to what customers expect of the chain in order to uphold its brand image was a reasonable requirement for a franchise owner. And as such, Yokota ruled that the 7-Eleven cancellation of the agreement was legal and that accordingly ownership of the branch reverts to 7-Eleven and Matsumoto must vacate the store. Yokota also ordered Matsumoto to pay 14.5 million yen, which equivalents to about $108,000 in damages to 7-Eleven. When discussing the, when discussing this with Matsumoto in January of 2020, he said, "If the court decides I'm wrong, I'll hand over the sword and walk away." However, he was far less docile following the announcement of the verdict. This is an unfair judgment, he told reporters outside the courthouse. I was very angry when I heard the verdict. Of course, I will be filing an appeal, he vowed, adding, now I'm really ready to fight. Now, I want you all to know something. When you own a franchise, you have to keep it up to the standards of the company. And if you do not, and if enough complaints happen, the parent company can take your franchise away. You want to know how and you want to know why? Let's say, for example, Ari has a chain of burger, shop, burger shops around and you want to open a franchise of Ari's Burgers. You go to him, you tell him what you want, he looks at you and be like, all right, we will do it. Here's the seed money. You are basically taking a loan out from Ari Incorporated to buy the lot, build it out, get all the equipment. And in doing so, every time you have to pay the fees, the franchise fees, and all of this. Those, that's what, and you're basically paying Ari back as well as paying the fees for the name. And you must hold it up to his standards. Now, if you cannot continue to run Ari's burgers as you seen so in the agreement, he can walk right in, take the keys, and go, I'm running this. You don't believe me? Look up franchise Google franchise agreements. That's the long and short of it. Mm-hmm. You know, usually when seven elevens get their uh, stuff revoked, they just they just reband or something like eight twelve or six ten or something like that. I've seen <laughs> those. We had two seven elevens out here that are gone. I hope and pray they become a Wawa. I don't expect it to happen, but it would be nice. Yeah, one, like one, a couple of Wawa's are as far away as Clearwater, Florida. So, yeah, I think those are franchises, but I'm kind they of are. Yeah, they're I'm, a, because that's where the Phillies had their spring training stuff. I'm kind of leaning towards Sheets now, because now, because only because they have uh, cheer wine in bottles and 
you can get them out in like an Allentown, Pennsylvania area. So I'm just like, go on. Mm-hmm. All right, Ari, you want to go ahead and knock out the last one? Yeah, a bear literally got its ass kicked by a Japanese man after sneaking into their his house. So basically, it's re, it's uh, Tekken's revenge. Yeah, Paul finally gets his revenge on Kuma. There you go. Let's see. On the afternoon of June 21st, Isayo Uneo was at his home in the hills of Otsuchi, a rural town on the coast of Iwate Prefecture. At about 1.50 in the afternoon, the 47-year-old Ueno, who shares a home with his mother and their cat, heard the pet screeching loudly from a room on the first floor. He went to check on the cat, which is in the room with the family's uh, Buddhist altar, the Butsudan. And when he got here, he saw there was another animal in the room as well. A bear. It hadn't noticed... Ueno yet. Instead, its attention was focused on the altar. In addition to photos of the deceased relatives and burning incenses, Butudan helped the space for leave offering of food for ancestors. Fruit is a common offering on that day. They had set out some bananas and the bear was giving him a sniff. It's also meant that the bear's backside was exposed and Ueno, Ueno, sorry, worried for the safety of his cat mode, decided to capitalize by kicking the bear in the ass over and over again. <clears throat> I thought I had to protect them. I never imagined a bear would come into my house. All I could do was kick the bear. So the bear decided it didn't want the bananas that badly and crashed through a window and ran away. The, the animal was estimated to have been about 90 centimeters in length. That's nearly three feet. Scampering into the surrounding woodlands. <clears throat> so, not... So, yeah, there's some debate whether or not it was the safest thing to do when a bear wanders into your house. But, you know, Ueno was fine. He should be careful about how long fruit is on the Butsudan because, you know, it attracts wildlife, apparently. Uh, some of the bananas in the video you have it were pretty ripe, and with the heat and the humidity of a Japanese summer, odds are they are especially pungent. And with bear destroying Shinto shrines and graves because they are sweet aromas... Bears have a surprisingly advanced sense of smell, so rotating a home altar offerings before they develop a bouquet is probably a smart idea. Mm. I was going to say something about, you know, if a bear poops in the woods, do you hear it or see it or something like that? But it doesn't, that doesn't fly here. So, But see the bear, he goes, insert Yurikuma Arashi reference here. No! Bad. No. <laughs> no. No. But only like, like three feet long. That's like an adolescent bear, depending on the species. Yeah. Yeah. Try imagining like a, like a full-grown bear, you know, coming in and sniffing the. Your offerings. That was an article on. No, I think that was an actual story in the news recently. A bear, something like that. I read about it like in the last few days. But um, before we get into uh, before we close out the show, I actually had one more thing I wanted to show for um, for for our um geek roundtable. I actually went out and bought a couple of pops. I don't think I actually promoted said that I pointed these out, but um. I actually have a Britney Spears pop. That's nice. I was at, um, where was I? Yeah, this was like the first week of, like, the new Sailor Moon Vans sneakers came out. And 
I went into Hot Topic and I was just looking around and I just went looking and I just spotted that and another one. So, it's something else I wanted to tell you about before we wrap up the show. Um, I was looking for sneakers for my con kid, not Wild Spice, uh, Chocola, the younger one, because she wanted a pair of the black vans that you saw me with. And she gave me the money for it. And I spent two weeks trying to get them off of the van's website. Nine times, like the first three times I, like the first two times I ordered, orders were canceled within 24 to 24 hours. The second one, it was canceled within 48. Oh, it took it four days to be canceled. And I just placed another order. It seems that if you go on Vans' website early in the morning, you're able to get them. I think I'm on the fifth attempt right now. The order is pending till she mentions something about Journeys and Zoomies selling them. And I totally forgot that they did. So I went to Zoomies' website and I found them and I placed the order. I got like the order received email. And usually when you get that, you're kind of waiting and hoping that you get the confirmation email that your items have been shipped. Whereas if you buy from Amazon, we got it. We'll let you know. You know, like that. I get the confirmation email like not even two hours later. They've been shipped. So once she receives them, I will go on to um, Vans' site and cancel the order. Finally. And I'm sitting here going, and I've been, I, and I'm thinking about it, reminded of the times that my own mother would try to, or like my grandmother or whoever would try to track down like a certain item or something like that. And I'm thinking, is this what parenting is like? Okay, I'm okay with that. I mean, if if you spend two three weeks tracking down something for your kid and they and they love and they appreciate it, I think it's well worth the journey. It's well worth the side mission. And as Slime Boy says, you've been trying to get those sneakers for. Yes, I have. If I had any idea that I could have just gone straight to Zoomy's website and ordered them, I would have done that. That two percent cashback was not worth the stress of it. Was not. All right, I think it's time to wrap up the show. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, uh, let me cue up up the music here, if it'll it'll let me. Uh, Closing theme. Here, Here we go. So, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we like and don't like, we basically mean it. So there's that. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We are here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where you will find our weekly podcast cosplayer tips and tricks cosplayer interviews links to our youtube videos links to our our facebook cosplay photos anime reviews editorials and so much more at animejamsession.com and don't forget you can take the show on the road with you if you have google Podcasts, spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, search anime jam session you will find over 500 episodes going back 10 12 years so pick a number and just roll with it and what's cool is that these apps allow you to leave reviews so we would like to know what you think of it so please leave one see 
Don't forget to follow us on our social media. It's Anime Jam Session on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us on those so, so you can check out when we're going live, when we have new articles up, when our convention photos are up, convention videos are going up, all that cool stuff. Thank you so much for following us and supporting us on that. And don't forget, we love the bits. We love the monies. Right below us is a link to our Ko-Fi and our stream elements. Click on it. Throw us a couple of dollars. We'd love that and appreciate that. If you don't want to do that, that's cool. Just hang out with us on Twitch and cheer us on with bits. That's cool. And we and if you're earning uh, con bucks, redeem those for cool stuff as well. So, and let's see, what else do I have here? There's something else I wanted to mention about that. Um, auto hosting, it's back. So auto host us when we're around. So we appreciate that and we'll share the wealth. And now I'm gonna go down to Ari for last words. Last words, Ari. Uh, I just have to get to bed. Mm. I don't... My last words. I gotta word... get sleep. <laughs> I hear you about that. My last words is, I bought a bag of Wise sour cream and onion chips. They're tasty, but I feel like they burnt the chips. They're not the same taste I used to, but goddamn, I love sour cream and onion chips. But that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Mako-chan should be back to 100%. We'll have the some reckoning new... will be upon us. Isn't it always? So if she channels her inner Mandy, we're all doomed. So, I'm Ranma. And I'm Ari. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. I'm going to say it tonight since I really don't say it all that night. Good night, Ranma. Good night, y'all. See you all next week. Jamatane!